0: became the same as theirs. Her accent had never fit in the South. People always said she had never sounded like the natives of Charlotte. Some made fun of her exotic tongue. She was my mother. To me, she had always sounded smarter, more refined, like she was a queen who had traveled the world. While we ate stale bread, cold meat, and wilted vegetables, We overheard the homeless people that slept in the parks and doorways on St. Catrin, East, laughing about those important Bill 101 issues, issues that infuriated the rich and powerful. Rich people lived at the other end, St. Catrin, West, where the shops were nice and clean, and the sex shops looked more respectable. Compared to the East Side, St. Catrin, West, was heaven. We were homeless and living in a piss-smelling hell for a few days. I was terrified, afraid of the new language, afraid to talk to people. So that left me friendless too. Despite living in the parks and resting on McGill's lawn, despite all the peep shows and sex shops that lined the area, I pretended we were camping. Camping with that 22 tucked in my belongings. I asked, "Why did we come here?" "I grew up here." "Are we French?" We're from Canada? So we're French? She pulled her lips in, lowered her voice. My mother came here from a small town right outside of Paris when she was a child. She was from, yeah, France. Left there, went to Paris for a while, worked, saved her money, came here alone. We'll tell you all about her one day. So we are French. My father died, and mother, her new husband... I had to leave. She took his word over mine. I was young, and I had to leave. Had to get out in the world and make it on my own. He was mean to you? He did things he should not have done. Same for another family member. What did they do? Not now. One day. We'll talk about all those horrible things one day. I told Margaret about all the bad things that happened to me. She was the only one I ever told. And I will tell you one day. Who is Margaret? My best friend. My best friend in the whole wide world. Where is she now? Heaven. She wiped her eyes, created a smile. You're starting to smell. Need to get you into a toilet and wash you down. Maybe we can sneak you into one in one of the malls. When are we going to get a house? I've always wanted a house. Mama doesn't have the money. We'll get an apartment. When? Working on a place to stay now, but I want to make sure that no one is looking for us before I get us a place, and I have to find a way to get a place to live without using my name. My words put stress lines in her face saw the fear and pressure she was masking, even when she smiled. What she had told me, I didn't understand all of that. But I nodded. A man came over to her. He was monstrously large, looked like he weighed tons. Sous moi? Oui. For fifty? She tucked the twenty-two inside my jacket, told me to wait where I was. Nervous, I stood up. A stranger in a strange land, a child in an adult's world. She snapped at me, said, Don't be afraid, be a man. Don't be afraid. She kissed my face and smiled at me. I sat back down, my hands shaking. She left with that huge man, a man the size of a basking shark. I hated the way I felt. The sensation of being powerless. The sensation of being alone. Seemed like she was gone two years, but she came back thirty minutes later. I ran to her. She handed me an ice cream cone. Vanilla. Hers was praline pecan. I asked, What does sous-moi mean? Her shoulders weakened. She frowned and walked away. She said, That is not the French you need to learn. What French do I need to learn? I will teach you the things you just said.